Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Symposium. Our names are Hamida, Andrea, Drew, and Elizabeth. And today, we're here to tell you a little bit about us. Our mission is to foster open conversations and to raise awareness about different ways our mental health has been impacted and how it's been recovering in a post-pandemic world. Specifically, we'll be diving into doing that by discussing the effects of the environment on our mental health. Hi, my name is Hamida and I'm going to talk about the effects of inaccessibility of Kabul people to parks and green environment while pandemic. After four months of being quarantined at home and the huge depression that COVID-19 caused, I was so ready to go out, see the sun shining bright, hear the birds chirping, feel the wind and enjoy the views. But where could I go? I was in Kabul, a city with more than 4 million people and less than 10 parks. The nearest part our house was half an hour's drive away. It was far, expensive, and for sure, very crowded. I knew I needed to breathe fresh air and hear the bird sounds. I knew that by being in a green environment, I would be able to cope with the depression that quarantine caused. But I didn't have anywhere green nearby to go. Like me, millions of other people in Kabul suffered from the impacts of COVID-19, impacts that last long. Hi everyone, my name is Andrea, and today I'm going to talk to you guys about the practice of grounding, what its benefits are, and how it's helped me throughout the pandemic and now living in a post-pandemic world. So I was a little bit more than halfway through my freshman year of high school when the pandemic hit. It was unexpected, didn't quite know how to deal with it, and I found myself feeling very alone and very tired because I was home all the time and I am a social butterfly. I can't be without people. People feed my energy in a sense. So it became increasingly difficult for me to relieve stress, to feel energized to the point where I started to experience migraines and I started to feel as though my body was responding to the mental stress that I was putting it through. And that led me to discovering what grounding is. According to Gatian Chevalier at the Developmental and Cell Biology Department of the University of California at Irvine, grounding refers to bringing the body in contact with the earth. Sounds simple, right? But there's so much more to grounding than just putting your feet in the sand. Don't get me wrong, grounding is something that is completely simple. It's very profound and it requires little to no effort given the fact that we are surrounded by nature everywhere and you can do it in the sand in the grass by a tree and in my case since i live in miami the beach was my go-to place for grounding grounding connects people to the earth's natural healing processes it restores your energy and it fills you up And there's many benefits to it, such as reducing inflammation, pain, stress, blood flow, sleep, vitality in general. And this was proven in a study called the Integrative and Lifestyle Medicine Strategies that should include earthing and the review of research evidence and clinical observations done by multiple individuals across the country who are a part of different clinics and psychology departments. 
This evidence ultimately allows me to establish how grounding has helped me because it helped me reduce my migraines, it helped me de-stress, and it connected me to my environment in a way that I didn't think was possible. I have a greater appreciation for nature for Miami than I did ever before. I encourage you all, if you feel a little stressed or need to relax, to pursue grounding, include it, and live a better and healthier lifestyle because of it. I'm Drew, and I'm going to be talking about how helping the environment can in turn help us. So after the COVID-19 pandemic, my community has gained a greater appreciation for the outdoors and acquired a greater understanding on the importance of doing things to benefit the environment since we have been taking it for granted for so long. I wanted to elaborate on the small local things people in my community are doing to make a change. So as a result of the pandemic, I've seen the creation of new projects and organizations where people participate in events, including beach cleanups and fundraisers. But I didn't fully realize the positive effect that all of these events have on our mental health. Recently, I volunteered at Camilla's house, which is a homeless shelter, and we built a garden and spoke to some of the residents there about how gardening has helped them and their mental health. They said that they want to give back to their community, even if it is in a way that is as simple as planting a garden. They also said that while they're helping their environment, they feel a sense of satisfaction and enjoyment. According to Environment International, this ultimately reduces symptoms in depression, stress, and anxiety. Since they have been taking the time to garden, they have become more interested in learning about ways that we can benefit from helping our environment, and this causes them to obtain a greater awareness of the problems it is facing. This form of environmental therapy has served as a coping mechanism and provided methods of healing for several people, who were impacted by the effects of COVID-19. Ultimately, post-pandemic living has led more individuals to not want to only learn more about the environment, but now take action to help locally and globally, which gives them a sense of accomplishment and purpose. Small steps such as creating a garden and joining local organizations create a domino effect throughout the world. Through helping our environment, we are also helping each other as we mentally recover from the pandemic, creating a sense of unity throughout our communities. Hi, I'm Elizabeth, and I'm going to be talking about the effect of the environment on New Yorkers. So, New York was completely shut down during the pandemic. Everyone was stuck in their homes, and we had to be creative to find ways to fill our time and try new hobbies, and many had to find new ways to exercise when gyms were closed. In the U.S., and especially here in New York, we saw the rise of outdoor activities and a surge of green exercise. In 2020, there was a record number of visitors to national parks and hiking trails became crowded. As people began to reconnect with nature, the mental and physical health benefits became clear. Research has shown that people who are more connected with nature are usually happier and are associated with lower levels of depression and anxiety. It can generate emotions such as calmness, joy, creativity, and even facilitate concentration. Personally, I've always loved the outdoors, and so if you haven't given outdoor activities a chance, I highly suggest it. It's a lifelong activity and a sustainable way of exercise with little to no cost and enormous benefits, both physically and mentally. With this said, as we look at our environment and nature, we can see that the earth needs our help. It's also important to note that high-quality natural spaces are better for our well-being. So what does that mean? What does that mean? It means that there's more biodiversity and even cleanliness. For example, the amount of litter is a factor of how much our mental health benefits from time in nature. The good news is that with so many people engaging in green activities, there are more people with a favorable view of environmental protection policies, and in this post-pandemic world, there will be a greater incorporation of biophilic design in buildings, which means that architects will incorporate nature into building spaces more.
Throughout the podcast, we can see that our environments have a huge impact on our mental health. So now it's time for us to give back to our environments. So what can you do to support the environment? The most important thing is that when spending time in nature, it is important to pick up after yourself. For example, here in New York, we saw a lot more litter on trails in the Adirondacks, so always pick up after yourself. Especially in this post-pandemic world, don't leave masks and gloves on the street. Second is to vote or give your support to pro-environmental policies and organizations and make environmental conscious decisions in your everyday life. We hope that after today, you've learned a little bit more about how our environment impacts us in different ways in our mental health throughout the pandemic and in this post-pandemic world. Thank you all for tuning in and see you next time.